0: hey what's going on who that nation it is yours truly tj jones the host of the state of the saints podcast and thank you so much for checking out the state of the saints podcast where we talk new orleans saints you know this edition we're going to be talking about the new orleans saints victory over atlanta falcons by a score of 30 to 20 uh the new orleans saints uh, went to atlanta and they handled their business uh, but on the other hand, uh, the Los Angeles Rams uh, lost to the San Francisco 49ers by a score of 27 to 24, which means that the New Orleans Saints have been eliminated from playoff contention. Um, I know some, some women members of the Houdat Nation tonight are very upset. They're hurt. They're heartbroken. They felt that the Saints had everything in front of them. They looked good defensively, and it seemed like they were just going to be roaring into the playoffs but it, it just didn't happen, man. Um the San Francisco 49ers uh, came back from 17-3 to three down. And uh, they forced overtime. And uh, they got that field goal by Robbie Gold to get 27 points. And it was a clutch interception by the rookie um, uh, uh, on the cornerback that uh, on the 49ers team. There was a deep pass up to Odell Beckham Jr. that was short by Matthew Stafford. And, uh, you know, the 49ers uh, went out there and they got themselves into the playoffs. Who that Nation, I think that I just want to take this moment and give the New Orleans Saints a round of applause. I'm just going to be real, man. I'm I'm, I'm going to give the New Orleans Saints a round of applause. As a Saints fan, I don't think that you should have anything to hang your head about. I don't think that any Saints fan should be ashamed of what they've seen out of this 2021 New Orleans Saints team because if you look around the National Football League and some of these other organizations would have been through some of the things that the saints have been through they probably would have been picking first and second like the rams and i mean the lions and the jaguars but this team right here they fought all season long and you got to give credit to head coach sean payton because he kept these guys focused no matter what the situation was no matter what the adversity they were facing they went out there as if they can beat anybody and they finished this season strong I have absolutely I, I don't feel bad at all right I don't feel bad at all because here's the here's the realization of it all here's here's the here's the real talk no none, none of us expected the New Orleans Saints to even be in this position the fact that they were a game away from even being in the playoffs and a 49ers loss is a testament to how good this coaching staff and how hard this team fights. I, as a Saints fan, am not ashamed of the New Orleans Saints. I don't feel bad. I'm not mad about this situation. I can march into 2022, no pun intended, with a lot of optimism. And I can see some of the optimism that, that took place even in this game versus the Atlanta Falcons. we seen Paulson Adebo. It seemed like he's going to be taking that next step. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do next season. I'm looking forward to seeing what the defense can do, you know, now that they seem like they they got that chemistry. I'm looking forward to seeing what the offense can actually put together because these young guys went out there, man, and they weren't the most talented guys that you're going to find in the National Football League. But collectively, they fought together to try to make sure that the Saints do what they need to do in order to win. So me, personally, I have to say I am – i'm extremely proud of this football team um i have i don't feel bad at all uh as far as people you know getting mad talking about the saints have no nothing to blame but themselves i guess you can you can say that you know they lost some key games early in the season they lost to the giants they lost to the falcons uh if you and you know that game on monday night against the miami dolphins didn't really do them any favors so it is what it is, man. We can go back and we can look back and talk about what the Saints should have did and what it did. But this season is over for the New Orleans Saints, man. And, you know, this is a this is a rare air. We haven't been in this, this type of position in a long time. It, the Saints have not been in this position <laughs> in about five years. You know, since 2016, the Saints have made the playoffs. You got guys like Alvin Kamara, Lattimore, Marcus Williams. These guys never know what life feels like without playing in the postseason. But it is what it is, man. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the new uh the New Orleans Saints. And, you know, I mean, people going to come in here. They're going to talk about, you know, what the Saints need to do. And they probably laugh at this particular situation. But it is what it is, man. The Saints fought hard. They battled. They just lost to the 49ers. I mean, the 49ers just beat the Rams and that's just what, all it is to it. Uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and read some of these comments, man. Acknowledge some people, and um, uh, as, as we're going, uh, I ask everybody to hit that thumbs up. If you like the State of the Saints podcast, I would really appreciate you if you uh hit that thumbs up. I'm gonna go and acknowledge some of the donations we have. Caleb says the Saints have nobody to blame but themselves this season. We should have beat the Giants and never let the Falcons come back in a full quarter. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, hindsight is 20-20. You know what I'm saying? If you probably would have won them games. Probably would have been the playoffs. But at the same time, the Saints still were one game away in a, in a 49ers loss from making the playoffs. And if the, the Rams would have, you know, held on to that lead that was 17-3 at one time, Saints would be in the playoffs. And I have to be honest, man, with about a minute and some change left, and I'm seeing these boys, uh, Von Miller getting a sack on Jimmy Garoppolo, then all of a sudden, like they they punting the football. I'm like, man, this game pretty much over. You know what I'm saying? But they couldn't even get a first down. You know the, the Rams. I have to be honest. the new, The Los Angeles Rams remind me of the Saints of the past, right? You know, what I'm saying like they got all this high finesse offense, but they can't close the deal. Like they look just like like that. That was so New Orleans Saints to me. You know, you remember all them years where Drew Brees like just put up all these different crazy offensive numbers, and then it just comes down to the defense making a stop, and they couldn't do it. I mean, it. it they look exactly how the new orleans saints used to look before they actually got a defense but i mean it is what it is mocha thank you very much for the 20 dollars. i appreciate that um let me scroll down a little bit more i want to acknowledge uh craig craig thank you very much for the five dollars says rams fans can't be confident with stafford as their quarterback yeah that was horrible man i don't know what he was thinking on that one i mean look beckham was wide open but he just he, man, he just underthrew him. I mean, it mean, noodle arm. You know, like Matthew Stafford is known for having a big arm, but that was straight noodle right there, man. That was romaine noodle. I don't know what was going on with that, but you know, some people have these conspiracy theories. They're talking about you know the NFL and um, you know, what I'm saying maybe you know, what I'm saying the NFL made a phone call on the Saints and it's like, man, okay, man, we're gonna try to you know let the 49ers win so we keep the Saints out. I, I don't buy all that, man. It just the 49ers went out there and they fought hard man they got themselves into the playoffs i ain't about to whine and boo hoo about this situation i i'm i i, I, I would I w- i'm just actually shocked that the new orleans saints were even in this this situation so i'm proud of the new orleans saints i have absolutely nothing bad to say about the saints uh steve jerome said nah 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 hey 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 yeah i mean steve jerome who's a buck fan i know for a fact you probably happy the saints got put out the playoffs because you know more than likely the saints was coming for that tail so you we all know that you all can play everybody seems like y'all can play them pretty tough but the saints make y'all boys look like the jacksonville jaguars so i would be happy too if the new orleans saints were in the playoffs and i wouldn't have to see them because we all know that we constantly punch you all in the mouth and embarrass you on big stages so yeah, congratulations to you. You got the two seed. You're playing against the what? The Eagles, and I'm pretty sure, more than likely, you're probably gonna lose next week. <laughs> so you know there'll be room on the couch for you really, really soon. We wasn't going to the Super Bowl, so it doesn't matter. We gotta get better, Mitchell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like that's what I mean, look, I don't know. I have to be honest with you. I think you know what I'm saying because the Saints have went to the postseason, made a run out of it. Yes. Do I feel like the Saints, what I actually seen out the Rams? Could the Saints go into, like, Los Angeles and beat the Rams after what I just saw today? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no team in the NFC right now is just straight up a, a, a surefied bet. Like, this, this NFC is, like, wide open. The AFC is, too. Like, I cannot tell you who I feel like is going to be in the Super Bowl. I, I really don't. Most, I mean, I guess you have to, if you're picking right now, more than likely it's it's gonna be the Packers. I mean, the Packers seem like they're the most stable team, you know, and, and but no team is, is like unstoppable. Any one of these teams can get beat. So that's just the way I look at it. So the Saints, I mean, honestly, I think they could have beat the Rams after what I seen today. TJ Wood Taysom uh took us deep into the playoffs. You know, I don't know, man. I, I look, I ain't gonna even I mean, look, I I was I was in between the game. I I watched it, you know what I'm saying? But I was outside, man. I was uh renovating my garage a little bit, you know what I'm saying, washing the cars, and you know what I'm saying. I had like the game on my uh Bluetooth speaker out in my garage, you know what I'm saying? I was listening to the game, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't really like watching it, and uh, but I was listening to the game, you know what I'm saying. And and I, I first off I gotta give credit to what credit is due. Uh Taysom Hill on that opening drive. I mean, he looked good and throughout the game he looked good you know this is to me the last two weeks has been Taysom Hill's best games at quarterback I mean he he looked pretty doggone good man he was making really good decisions he's getting better in the screen game uh you know he was fighting for those extra yards I mean but I just think that the injury to his list Frank you know I'm saying that he's been dealing with finally caught up with him but I thought he did a really good job so I mean I can't say would he have made the you know took the Saints deep into the playoff because I mean I, I don't know and we'll never know but I do know that uh Taysom Hill played really good today. I am I'm, I'm really proud of what I seen out of Taysom in this game, man. I think he he really uh stepped up and it's unfortunate that he wasn't able to finish the game, but he he did an outstanding job, man. So I mean, ain't, ain't no Taysom Hill uh hate coming from me today. I think that he played as, uh, as good a game as you can. And uh also man Trevor Simeon, man, he did a really good job. Trevor Simeon to me, um best cleanup in a business, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, you, know, you know you got that relief pitcher that comes in. That's what he is, man. I look, I think when Trevor Simeon comes into the game in the middle of a game, I don't think that anybody can play better, you know what I'm saying? Like he's up there with Ryan Fitzpatrick and stuff, but when you have a whole a, a whole week to prepare and you know preparation going towards a of trevor simeon that's when you got a problem in the middle of the game he can come in and make some noise but when you're trying to prepare for him i think it's a completely different story tj i'm i am very proud of this team collectively yeah me too i have i don't feel bad about you know what i saw at all i'm proud of this football team i think anybody should be proud of this football team uh which is crazy because they are much uh much much more talented than the saints of O on the defensive side yeah man i mean look you combine that uh with some offense i think the saints will be fine now you're not going to be able to keep some of these guys that you had out there so you're probably going to be rebuilding and you know what i'm saying reshuffling things uh we don't know the status of dennis allen we don't know if he's going to get another head coaching opportunity uh we don't know about guys like marcus williams pj williams uh guys like that you know i'm pretty sure the saints are probably going to uh re uh Marcus Davenport but it is it, you know so many unanswered questions you know are you going to be able to bring back Quine Alexander uh you know are you going to bring back offensively are you going to bring back uh Jameis Winston or are you trying to go out here and try to get yourself somebody else but what I've seen out the defense if they can replicate that and you can add a couple pieces on the offensive side of the football you bring Michael Thomas back you better look out man look out Sean says, Matthew Stafford is a choke artist. He put up big numbers, then chokes. Boom. Look, man, I I like Matthew Stafford. I was definitely upset at that pass that he threw, just like everybody else. But I I have a lot of respect for Matthew Stafford. Uh, I just feel like, you know, the fact that he hasn't played in many uh, games, winning games, or playoff games, or high-profile games, was no fault of his own. He spent the majority of his career with the Detroit Lions a team, uh, in an organization that has been an absolute train wreck. But, you know, I, I do feel like, you know, people are really trying to figure out who Matthew Stafford actually is in big moments. And I feel like that's sad and and I feel bad for him because now he's older, you know what I'm saying? He's not like, you know what I'm saying, he was when he was young, when he can really sling that thing around like he was throwing it to Megatron. Now you got a guy, you know what I'm saying, that's got wear and tear on his body and spent the majority of his prime years uh, with a team that's snake bitten. So I, I like Matthew Stafford, man. I got a lot of respect for him. I understand that you know that the interception and what it cost the New Orleans Saints, but I'm not gonna sit up here and bad mouth Matthew Stafford. I just think that the 49ers went out there, man, they took what they wanted. And uh they're in the playoffs. So I, I don't feel bad about that. Uh the Saints did what they were supposed to do, the Rams did not. And uh, you know, I mean they but the thing about the Rams. I mean what did they really lose they they lost what playoff positioning you know like so let's just say for example if the if the tampa bay buccaneers were to lose next week you know what i'm saying like okay they still probably get another home game right you know what i'm saying so what did they really lose they they won the west which in you know what I'm saying and at the beginning of the other day uh, if they needed to win the game in order to win the West, but Arizona loses to Seattle, so they end up winning the West anyway. And what really is a two, or three, or four seed in the playoffs in, in 2021, 2022 season? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what really is it? You know what I'm saying? Unless you number one, you're not really gaining anything because the one seed is the only team that got the first round by. They're the only ones that get to sit at home and chill X. So what what's the difference? What one extra home game? Okay, cool whatever you know i don't feel look and and, and even though they lost they gain. they still gain so i mean they still they still get a home game they still want a division and if some teams lose on wild card weekend they still can get two home games Uh i'm hearing that the cardinals benched their starters so they gave up on the 49ers hmm rams didn't want to win they already won the division with their cardinals loss yeah you know what i'm saying like you know i mean i i don't know i don't know if they didn't want it or not i would i would imagine look let's just be real about their chosen uh the san francisco 49ers punk the los angeles rams and they're one of those teams where they just match up better you know what i'm saying like they just they're just a matchup nightmare for the los angeles rams so The Rams, allowing the 49ers to get into the playoffs with a possibility of playing them in the playoffs and getting eliminated by them, because you got to keep in mind, the 49ers have beaten the, the Los Angeles Rams six consecutive times since 2019. Six. The Rams cannot beat the 49ers. So why would you even want these guys anywhere close, near you when it comes to the postseason? so that's just not a smart thing i think they wanted to win but the 49ers took it and you know they they better be careful and they better like hope that they don't see the 49ers in the playoffs you know it's almost like you know like you 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 wait you know what i'm saying you let you, you open it up a tiger cage or whatever like that, that that's basically what they're doing so you're, you're allowing this team to come in here with a chance and the you know, 49ers don't, don't get it twisted, man. Like I know we talk about Jimmy Garoppolo, people laugh at him, make fun of him, and all that kind of stuff there. But um if Jimmy G and that that defense, you know what I'm saying, on the 49ers getting to the playoffs with those players like Debo Samuel and George Kittle and, and Brandon Ayuk and man in that running game, man. You can't tell me they can't go up in here and upset the four. Um the who, who are they playing? I think that they, if they're the seventh seed, I think they may be a seven seed, so no they're the six seed so more than likely who are they playing the who, who, aren't they playing well i'm not sure somebody tell me who the 49ers playing that week but all i'm saying is why would you even want to let these dudes in the playoff why would you even want to let somebody somebody tell me who the 49ers are going to be matched up against because so, i know let me see one i know it's the green bay packers number two is the Tampa bay buccaneers number three i want to say are the cowboys right and number four is the Rams. so wouldn't that mean that the what well, they playing the cowboys are they playing the dallas cowboys okay so they playing the cowboys all right so don't tell me that the the 49ers can't beat the cowboys like nah bro don't, don't tell me that don't tell me that they can't go to dallas and go knock on them cowboys okay the cowboys aren't world beaters they aren't unstoppable. I know they put up 51 points against the, the Eagles, but, you know, the Eagles aren't really that good. You know, they at the NFC East. So the 49ers can beat the Dallas Cowboys. It's possible, you know? These guys aren't like, man, these guys aren't just, like, trash. Who that nation, TJ, he said repeatedly that we cannot use profane because of the younger viewers, either respect the podcast or you will be timed out of block oh i i mean look i don't know if anybody's cursing on here but yeah i'm more, more than likely i'm not gonna read your comment if you're using profanity so you can use that but I, i'm not gonna use it yeah man i, I i'm a i'm a firm believer and i'm um, not using you know what i'm saying like strong language here i got nephews and nieces that watch this show got a lot of younger viewers that that are that into this show and i want them to have a you know what i'm saying a, a pleasant experience so you know we we, we kind of pg over here you know what i'm saying like we're We'll let a, ha- a hell or a damn go. But if you're using some of that strong language, like, we 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 can't roll with you. We can't roll with you, man. So asking everybody to uh, respect uh, the younger viewers, respect the young younger people uh, who listen and watch this show, who are actually in pro- probably in the chat, uh, show a little respect for those youngsters. And uh, some of my moderators out there, man, make sure that y'all, you know, y'all doing your job on that. I appreciate that man lol week 17 is more about the rams turning into lambs than the saints game yeah man i mean look it was one of them games where the saints did a really good job they they did exactly what they needed to do they put the ball in the hands of their best player alvin kamara with 30 carries he had over 140 some odd yards almost five yards a carry that's that's the way you're supposed to do it that's the way you're supposed to do it They they did what they needed to do Ruiz has been a starter since last season what are you talking about it's all good if you think he is good uh, enough then that's fine well look Cesar Ruiz he definitely uh was not the best this season um I feel like the Saints need to bring somebody else in to compete with him and I I have to be honest with you folks uh (laughs) might be a silver lining in this dark cloud uh here tonight uh we would have had to watch aaron donald line up against cesar Ruiz, and we would have had to watch that massacre uh next week but unfortunately we don't have to <laughs> and uh, hopefully cesar Ruiz can go back to the drawing board man get into the weight room get into the film room uh work on some things maybe you know what i'm saying get up with some of these uh elite uh guards out there maybe you know what i'm saying work out with them in the off season do something you know what i'm saying but he he definitely has to improve man i was very disappointed and what I seen out of Cesar Ruiz, I mean, he was whiffing the day, which, you know what I'm saying, like I, and that I even heard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was listening to somebody tell about how he whiffed. So, Buff fans just enjoy uh, their last season in the playoffs before Brady retires. They know they won't uh, make any noise in the playoffs, so they have to make it on here. Man, I, I don't care anything about a Bucks fan and talking about them making the playoffs because they know in the back of their mind, they'll never admit it. But they know in the back of their mind they, they're happy that the Saints not in the playoff because they they don't have to play them. They know it because they they see all the Saints just slap them around. And they'll say, like, man, will we beat y'all in the postseason? I guarantee you. Like, I'm, I'm being dead serious. They they would not beat the New Orleans Saints in the postseason if they were to play the Saints, if the Saints made the playoffs. Would not. I mean, the Saints just dominate them, and they know it. And, and they'll never admit it but in the back of their minds they know they fear the saints they do i mean why would they i mean the saints beat them more times than not and i'm pretty sure like when the 49ers uh caught that interception they breathed a sigh of relief uh who do you want uh, the saints to draft tj i want the saints to draft a wide receiver i want the saints to be able to draft um you know maybe like another offensive lineman in the second round uh, the Saints just need some help offensively, man. And maybe you know, what I'm saying, if you want to add, you know, another person to the line, you know, maybe like a, you know, what I'm saying, another defensive tackle later. But the New Orleans Saints, they they need some help offensively. I mean, these these guys were struggling to get points. Uh, they were they 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 couldn't. I mean, Traquan Smith today did a good job. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna knock him for that. I mean, he made some plays, but they were just too and far in between this season that you had guys that didn't, you know what I'm saying, when they were making plays, they didn't make plays. I think the Saints need some playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. And I also think they may need to add another running back uh, to the room. You know, um, I like Tony Jones. He played pretty good today. Um, but you need somebody that's opposite Alvin Kamara, maybe a young guy. That, you know what I'm saying? that can That can make some noise. We have the 17th pick in the draft right now. Well, I mean, you can get you can do some things with that. You can actually move up with that, you know. So Saints got a lot of uh possibilities. What's our draft positioning? Somebody just mentioned it. We 17. If the Raiders win tonight, we have the 18th pick. Well, 17, 18. It is what it is, man. They're, they'll get somebody. TJ, who do you think is our quarterback week one next season? Jameis Winston that's who I feel Jameis Winston will be the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints come week one if the Chargers win we will keep the 17th pick we can't blame the Rams for losing we can only blame ourselves I like Giants and Falcons first game I don't think anybody's on like the blame game here tonight I'm not you know like man it is like it's over like Man, this has been a tough season. Like I don't like I I can't grade this team and I can't judge this team like I did in years past because they've been behind the eight ball all season long. Man, like for real, like all season long, this team has been behind the eight ball. And for them to even be in this position, like for them to even be in this spot, is a testament to how good this team actually is. How you know I'm saying how like how put together this team is. You know what I'm saying? Like how well equipped. I, I, I'm the man, this ain't like for real. I'm not, I'm not mad. I, I'm really not. I'm really not mad. I, I wish I, I could be. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? For for a brief moment, I was like, dang, you know what I'm saying? Like when that guy caught the intercession for the 49ers, but not sitting up here like about to lose sleep. Like this has been a tough season. I mean, how many shows have we done? And we talked about all the adversity the Saints had to deal with so i'm not sitting up here playing a blame game any other team that dealt with the things that the new orleans saints were dealing with would have been picking top five you know it and i know it we can sit up here and talk about sean payton we can talk about his play calling we can talk about oh, the offensive line should have did this that and the third who the quarterback is Ch- judging taysom against Jameis, whatever 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 floats your boat but the reality of it all is the fact that this team fought all the way to the end. And as a Saints fan, you should be proud to be a Saints fan today. You should be. Should be proud. Okay? You could be a Colts fan right now. Who had everything in front of you. All you had to do was win the freaking game and you would have been in the playoffs. All of a sudden you go to Jacksonville, you just lay a freaking egg. You forget how to play football. So the Saints did what they were supposed to do. They were supposed to win today. And they they relied on another team, you know what I'm saying? That team didn't get the job done, but they did what they were supposed to do. I'm proud. Them youngsters uh, curse like sailors. <laughs> Come on, man. TJ just spoke on using the curse words. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who who's doing that. But Bob's uh, second died. Yeah, I heard about that, man. Somebody uh, said that. Yeah, rest in peace, Bob second, man. One of the, one of the top ten TV dads of all time being danny tanner on a, a hit show full house uh you know and also man he was just a well-respected comedian so shout out to bob second man don't know exactly what happened did read up on it but rest in peace to him uh let's see uh sean still needs to be coach of the year yeah but i think they kind of get at the the uh, coaches that teams make the playoffs and overcome adversity there so i think he probably could have been in consideration if the saints made the playoffs Man, says Ruiz is trash. I think Ruiz is young. I'm not re- ready to call him trash, okay? I'm not ready to call the man trash. Uh do I feel like he needs some development? Absolutely. Uh I think you can judge him a little bit differently that he was a first round pick, but I don't think that he's trash. I just think that he just need he needs to develop. Pelican season just started, host. <laughs> Pelican playing the rafters now. Well, you know, i mean i'm, I'm always uh, you know rooting for the pelicans but i just think that when it comes to sports um when it comes to new orleans sports and ain't, ain't nothing trumping the new orleans saints Ruiz is playing out of position yeah you you probably feel like he need to be playing uh center yeah i agree man i agree with that aaron donald versus cesar reese would be terrifying yeah and I man, it would have been that boy would have been eaten. 17 is our draft position no Ruiz is bad he is worried more about how he looks than how he plays i don't know anything about c Ruiz about you know, i look these guys man these guys care you know what i'm saying i don't want anybody to think that these, these dudes care you know what i'm saying this, this man care about uh being the best at his position but like i said he just needs some development I mean, I'm not look. I just think that when you like in a league one in two years, man. I'm not judging these dudes like y'all do it. Like man, these, these guys need to develop. And um, I just think that man, we just so quick to try to dismiss guys and quick to try to call them trash. We don't give these dudes opportunity to develop. You gotta give these guys these opportunities. Um, I I don't know, man. I'm I'm not calling this dude trash. I just think that he needs some development. You know, it, has it been pretty bad to watch? Yes but i i think that you know if you if this dude trained and developed you know what i'm saying who knows this dude could you know what i'm saying come back and and be a much better version of himself can't always just dismiss a guy you know what i'm saying just because he has some down years some bad years gotta give this guy an opportunity to grow your grandmother loves uh um the game uh, she proud of her team they have never given us uh, they gave us all they had i'm proud who that But shouts out to my grandmother. Yeah, grandmama, you know, the Saints, they played tough. They worked hard. You know what I'm saying? They did everything they could do to try to make the playoffs. Just wasn't meant to be, you know. I'm proud of them too. TJ, should we pick up a running back in the draft to help AK? Yeah, I would. You know, know, one of the uh, later later rounds. You can find gems in the late rounds. You know, a guy that can run in between the tackles, a battering ram. But they have some guys in free agency I feel like that can help them out. Guy that can come in, you know what I'm saying, with a you know, what I'm saying a decent, suitable deal. But I do think they need, they need to get somebody that can actually uh, see the field a little bit differently. I, I think that, you know, I think Latavius Murray was a good fit, you know what I'm saying, a good complimentary back for him. And for those that don't believe that, look how Latavius Murray was grinding out there for Baltimore today. Um, I, I think they need somebody like that, you know what I'm saying, like a one-cut back. A guy that can see the hole that can get there, you know Tony Jones. I think that he he developed well, but um I I, I still think that he his his field vision is, is kind of sketchy. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that maybe next year, you know who knows? But I would love to see somebody else come in, uh you know that can actually alleviate some of the things off Alvin Kamara, that can have that possibility to get you know what I'm saying getting hot, you know what I'm saying maybe go yard a couple times. I like to see something like that. Saints need to draft another running back to go with AK. Yeah, yeah, but you know, like I said, late, late in rounds. Like late rounds, like you know what I'm saying, fourth, fifth round or something. The Saints have overachieved this year. Sean Payton should be in a talk for coach of the year. Just my take, not a homer. Yeah, we talked about that on uh uh, earlier this week, uh Kevin. You know, about should the uh should the Saints or should uh Sean Payton be considered for coach of the year now <clears throat> i don't believe that he should be because i feel like that should go to zach taylor with the cincinnati Bengals. uh but i do think that he needs to be considered you know i think that you know he should be like at least in a conversation uh chris Olave help is on the way well i hope they do get chris Olave or some of these other guys that can go out there they need somebody that can compete with michael thomas you know make michael thomas you know realize that or you know realize that man they got a guy that's trying to you know take your place that's what they need nobody nobody out there right now is competing with michael thomas which i feel like that's what's making michael thomas probably make some of the decisions that he's making you know making him feel the way that he he does yo tj we gotta give it up to trey quine today too he played with his hair on fire aside from that one garbage time drop towards the end yeah you know I, i said it you know i said at the beginning Traquan Smith did a good job today. I seen him play with a little passion. You know, he got the penalty from taking his helmet off, you know, and, and you know, because he got that 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 pass, you know what I'm saying, on uh Monroe or whoever his name is, the, the, I think the, I think it's what his name is for the for the Falcons. But I mean, he you were playing, he was playing inspired, man. You know what I'm saying? He was playing as if he knew that, hey man, I, I got a contract on the line. He was fighting for extra yards. He was going up there, you know what I'm saying, catching them contested catches. But too little too late, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like too little too late. Um, it shouldn't take that, you know, what I'm saying week 18 for us to really see you out there. You should have been playing like this throughout the season. Um, I'm just kind of out on Traquan Smith. Uh, I think that, you know, he probably end up landing somewhere else, you know, probably for the Giants or the Washington football team or something. But, yeah, I, look, it's a little bit too late. You know what I'm saying? Like you had all these opportunities to go out here and make plays. Throughout the years, you have not. So I'm 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 just off the traquan Smith train. I hope that he, you know, he stays in the league. He continues to be able to provide for his family and stuff like that. But um as far as him being a New Orleans Saint, I just think that you can do better than that. I mean, seriously. No, no disrespect, but I just think that the New Orleans Saints can do better than Traquan Smith. I understand he's a above-average blocker, and yes, you know what I'm saying. He does like spring some blocks for ak to be able to get down the field but he's uh he's been hurt when he's in a game you barely know he's there you know what i'm saying and and you've been in this system more than any of these other guys and these guys are making more plays than you so to me uh i think you just need to go in another direction where is peyton turner uh peyton turner was on ir so uh, that's another guy you have to look you have to look for So well, i'm pretty sure he'll probably be playing outside and inside next year so maybe a year under his belt, he'll develop and be, um, you know, that that monster that uh, Davenport is turning into. I'm sad the Saints aren't in the playoffs, but we can at least say that we ended the season with a winning record, despite everything we went through this season. Yeah, you know, it's not the Saints' fault. You know what I mean? The, the Rams were up 17 to nothing. <laughs> they allowed the 49ers to come all the way back and win that game 27-24. I mean, it is it's just bad it's just bad luck man the same it is is it's pretty much like honestly could you imagine it any other way that the new orleans saints you know not make the playoffs because of some bad luck how much bad luck this team has had how many like this, this like as a saints fan and you know this how many ups and downs have you you've seen from the new orleans saints right you know, anytime you start getting happy all of a sudden something happened Whether right. it's in the game whether right. it's after the game whether right. it's in the middle of the week it's something that the, that happens that involves the new orleans saints that brings you like ah, oh you know like <laughs> like so it, it's basically they ended the season how it pretty much started for all of us right so we were excited one minute left we seen a score 20 24 uh, 17 we thought the rams was gonna do it and then all of a sudden like they get them going to overtime and then all of a sudden huh so i, I think that is poetic justice i think that is aqua pole, if you will uh that the, that the season is the way that we we've seen it you know what I'm saying I'm throughout the entire season you know every time we start to get a little happy here come here come the a knife in the back to to put us and cause us so much pain brandon says first thing First things first, Matthew Stafford is a uh is a nah, y'all see what he said for that pick he threw. Anyway, the moment I felt like there would be a good chance that we would miss the playoffs was way back in week four uh, against the then win Giants. We were uh, handling our business. We let our foot off the gas and came back um in overtime. Games like that are exactly why we should handle your business against the teams you're favored to beat so you won't need to rely on external factors uh a battered as the uh, roster was all season we still look look I, i agree with you but based on everything that happened with the season you know for them to be in that position once again i'm proud of this team I'm not. I'm not on that woulda, shoulda, coulda type stuff tonight. Um, you know, I'm. Not, I'm not. You know, like I'm not on that woulda, shoulda, coulda stuff. You know, like man, if they woulda won, beat this team, and they woulda beat that team, man, this team fought all season long. Team fought all season long. I've never seen nothing. Like think about all of the things that this team has went through. This team has went through four starting quarterbacks. This team has lost a left tackle and a right tackle. They guard you know what i'm saying center you know running back star wide receiver uh cornerbacks safeties linebackers defensive line every last position these dudes were missing like two or three games at a time some of them you know what i'm saying even for the whole year and yet this team still was one game away and a 49ers loss from the playoffs how in the world can anybody be upset and still up here on that water should have cut his stuff like any other team in this position i don't even believe we'll even be talking about this this is a testament to how good this organization is as a coaching staff as a football team as a locker room the right leaders the right you know right teammates this team fought hard i don't see i look i don't see how any new orleans saint fan could be mad and frustrated and talking about somebody need to go or somebody need to need somebody need to get fired or you know what i'm saying like i can't believe they this happened the fact that the new orleans saints were in this spot shows you how special this organization is and it shows you how spoiled as a fan base that we are that we just expect for this team to just go out there and perform no matter what the situation is but you have to ask yourself this how did you even get that in your mind it's because of the coaching staff that Sean Payton put together you know it's because of that that's the reason why and like I said I wish I could sit up here and be mad and throwing stuff and but I can't because I'm so doggone proud of this football team man so proud of this football team. I'm proud to be a Saints fan tonight. Proud to be a Saints fan. 35 years of my life, I've been a Saints fan. That's all I know. And I got to tell you, man, I've, I've watched the New Orleans Saints for a long time, but I, I I have never been more proud of a football team that has willed their way to this type of position. I've never been so proud of a football team. If if the Saints would have made the playoffs, it would have been just been icing on the cake. But the fact that they were even in this position just shows you how special this team is. I'm freaking proud of this team. This ain't the episode where I'm going off and blaming this person and that person. Should be a you should be proud to be a Saints fan. If only the Miami game would have been rescheduled. Man, we had a mediocre offense with a Super Bowl defense. After everything this team went through, I can't complain honestly. Yeah, uh, the Saints organization is one of the best in the NFL with the defense we have. A lot of players uh, will want to come play here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Swag fan says, let it go. Uh, we fought a good fight this season. We will reflect, reload, and reposition ourselves to get another Super Bowl victory. Yeah. Uh, Bucks Fraser says, to be honest, I'm glad y'all didn't, because uh, if we played y'all, it would have been a good game, but y'all uh, see y'all next year. Yeah, Bucks, crazy. You know, I mean, man, it just—it's been a—it's been a a good year, year ups and downs, and y'all, you all are in the playoffs. And like I said, I just feel like, man, it would have, it would have been tough. <laughs> uh, Miss you uh, says, um, what uh hope would we have for next year? We need another quarterback. Uh, I don't think we need another quarterback. I feel like Jameis Winston is the answer. If you look at this defense and you look at this and combine that with the talents of a Jameis Winston, I think that I think that the Saints can be a playoff team. I think the Saints can be a division winner. You know, I, I think that there's a lot of things that's going to help out the New Orleans Saints. Uh, number one, they didn't win a division. So they're not about to get a first-place schedule like they've been doing for the last four to five years because they won the division. So I think that would be able to help out the New Orleans Saints in some ways. And also, if you bring back some of the core players on your defense, I feel like, you know, you'd be able to make a run out this thing. Uh, Look, I think that Jameis Winston is the answer for the New Orleans Saints. I think that he can be a a winning quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. I've seen some progress out of him. And I think that the Saints are going to try to get him back. But I don't think that it's going to be one of those things where they just like, okay, I just think it's Jameis and only Jameis. Uh, I do feel like you know if you got some some top notch quarterbacks out there, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks that still got a lot of left in the tank, you gotta you gotta inquire about that. So I do feel like you know they're gonna try to you know bring them back, but I do think if Russell Wilson uh, is out there, uh, Aaron Rodgers is out there, you're gonna make that phone call. I think next season Peyton needs to move Ruiz to center. Uh, where he won't be, have to worry about a defender uh, in front of him. Yeah. Tragic. You know, I think that they might, uh, they might look at that, you know, they might look at uh, Cesar Ruiz and be like, you know what, you know, maybe we need to put this dude, you know what I'm saying? Out here, you know, at, at center, you know, and maybe uh, move uh, Eric McCoy over the guard, which I think that's what they wanted to do in the first place. But when COVID happened, you know, I think that, you know what I'm saying, that, that just kind of, you know, they're trying to stop the plans for that. And then if you look at when, you know, Drew Brees retired, they just felt like it probably would just be the best spot if Eric just stayed there. But I do think if Caesar moves to center, I think it might help him. But, I mean, Caesar got to be able to get better. And, um, you know, that that's not very promising. If you're, you're working at this position at, at guard and it's not working out for you and you move your center where you really – have to be out there be able to call the pressures out and i mean you whiffing on tackles man that's not a good look who that nation should we uh bring vic fangio back to the defense well you know if dennis allen gets a job i wouldn't mind seeing vic fangio as the defensive coordinator i mean he's he's been here before uh we know about vic fangio man don't patrol and you know what i'm saying and all these other guys you know what i'm saying that that have been you know what i'm saying a part of this uh defense over the years and and also with the Chicago Bears. Uh, you know, he was the uh, defensive coordinator there before he went to Denver. But um, yeah, I would love to see him, you know, if Dennis Allen get another job. I think we just all like you know anticipating Dennis Allen getting another job, but ain't no guarantee that he will. He may not forget drafting a quarterback. Sean Payton likes Hill. He uh he was never a quarterback, and it will jeopardize uh because Sean Payton has uh jealousy of Hill. We can see it when Winston throws the deep ball and Sean Payton called Hill after (laughs) the call's interception. Well, look, I think he likes Taysom Hill because what Taysom Hill brings to the table. But Sean Payton is not just oblivious to the fact that uh, he can find a better quarterback. I think that he's relying on Taysom because that's all he had. And also, man, you want to give this dude a fair shot, and which the Saints did. And, uh, you know, did Taysom Hill have some moments? Absolutely. But do I think you can find a better quarterback than Taysom Hill? Absolutely. Um, You know, but Sean Payton, look, he's going to do what's best for the team. He's not going to sit up here and just say, okay, man, I like Taysom so much. Oh, we got this guy here. He can throw the ball down the field. He's accurate. He's completing such and such percent of his passes. And I I don't believe that. Sean Payton is going to do what's best for this team. I just think that sometimes, like, we look at these these articles and we – read into these situations and we feel like oh you know he, he just likes him so much he likes Taysom because of what he can bring to the table and uh sometimes you know sean payton has that arrogance when it comes to the offense i don't even think it has anything to do with Taysom. i just think that he feels like you know he's smarter than the next man and he's gonna oh you know he always try to outthink everybody including himself it's been up in uh, uphill battle all season no other team could have performed as well as our team did uh sick hurt uh trouble confused they showed up uh, i'm so proud yeah man they did what they were supposed to do they did they handled their business so man i ain't got nothing i'm not upset saints fans are not watching the playoff game nfc alc championship game and super bowl game at all i'm talking about Jameis winston going to get healthy take over in 2022 when he comes back from the sur- from his surgery I hope offensive linemen are going to get stronger. Michael Thomas is going to get healthy, and he comes back to our team after surgery. We're going to get in uh, the top of the NFC South division. Well, I'm not going to say I ain't going to watch the playoffs because I am going to watch the playoffs. And um, I'm going to be here on the State of the Saints podcast talking about the playoffs. So uh, I'm not going to – look, this isn't like one of those things back in 2018 with the controversial nine call or, you know, the Minneapolis miracle or something like that. Like I'm gonna watch the playoffs, okay? I mean, look, I'm still a football fan at the end of the day, and I I still got a you know emotion. I won't say emotional investment, but I still uh, want to see, uh, you know, who's gonna be able to make it to the uh, to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, look, the Saints didn't make the playoffs. I understand we all Saints fans, but at the end of the day, you know, they got other teams out there that are trying to fight. They got a lot of uh, good storylines that's going on you know you got the tennessee titans at the number one seed uh will they uh be able to uh you know make it to the super bowl derrick henry coming back uh will joe burrow um in the cincinnati bengals make some noise in the playoffs can patrick mahomes and the and the kansas city chiefs be able to get back to the super bowl after that lackluster performance uh can tom brady uh lead the tampa bay buccaneers back to the super bowl with all of the injuries that they sustained and antonio brown uh walk out uh, Chris Godwin out for the season. Mike Evans dealing with hamstrings and also uh, Leonard Fournette with the hamstring. Like will the Dallas Cowboys finally do something they haven't done since the first Friday came out, which is make the Super Bowl. Will the Los Angeles Rams, uh, you know, make it to the postseason. Will the 49ers make some noise. Will the Eagles, you know what I'm saying, be able to take that running game and win some games. I mean, there's so many storylines. So I'm not going to allow the Saints not being in the playoffs stop me from watching football you know especially when i know my team gave it all they had it just wasn't meant to be tj don't forget uh you talking to mostly casual football fans well look i don't want look i don't want to minimize anybody you know i I think that we all can learn something from one another you know I, i understand that you got people that watch the state of the saints podcast uh terrence who probably don't know as much football as you or me but i mean that don't make them you know that don't make them any less of a fan uh than than me and you, you know, and I think that's something that we have to uh you know take into consideration. Now there are individuals that I would encourage them not to always read the press clippings, you know, not always read what the media is putting out there, not them two them two man tables where people just giving you opinionated stuff and they writing it off like it's facts. But you know, I'm not gonna knock anybody for, you know, for certain, you know, comments. Because sometimes, I, I mean, I don't expect anybody to sit up there, eat, sleep, and breathe football like most, you know what I'm saying, like everybody. You know, some people just watch football. They're a fan of the team. They may not know as much as you and me, but they still love the squad. So I'm not going to knock them for that, you know. But I do encourage people to form form their own opinion about some of these situations and, you know, there, there are a, 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 there's a strong uh, majority of individuals that that take opinionated uh rhetoric and they and they believe that they actually hearing truth you know when it's not it's just somebody's opinion we fought hard all season considering that we finished with nine wins with the injuries now i'm ready to ride with winston for next year uh sign some players to fill some needs and draft for good depth yeah i agree with that man that's, that's what i'm looking forward to uh keep winston no baker we talking about Baker Mayfield, Sean Payton. Whatever you do, please don't trade for Baker Mayfield. Why? Why wouldn't we trade for Baker Mayfield? See, that's a, that's another thing. You know, like why why are we saying these things about Baker Mayfield? We saying these things about Baker Mayfield because of Baker. May- I'm pretty sure, like people ain't like, are you are you really just sitting up there watching Browns games? Or are we sitting up there just watching guys debate about Baker Mayfield and him leaving? A lot to be desired, but what they're not telling you is this dude have an injury on his throwing shoulder that he's been battling for the last seven weeks. But they're not telling you that, and it's affecting his ability to throw the ball. They're not telling you that, though. You know, so that's all I'm saying, man. Like we we take these things that we hear and we run with them, but we not we don't look at the real deal. Holyfield, man, this dude has been dealing with injuries. I mean, I ain't got no problem with Baker Mayfield, you know. Daddy, he, did he have like a down year? Yes. But I don't feel like it's just to a point where you know he can't go to an organization where, you know, they can they can actually take his strengths and, and put it out there on the field and turn him into a, a a credible quarterback. I don't I I believe that. I just think I think that teams schemes matter. You know, like players, you know what I'm saying? Like players and coaches, they matter. Like you get with the right coach. You may not be the, the quarterback with the strongest arm. Not may not be able to make all the throws like Rodgers and Mahomes. But if you get with that right coach, he can bring out the best in you and he can utilize your strengths. So, do I think that, uh, you know, do I think that Baker Mayfield can go to a, a good and go to a team and play better? Yes, I really do. So, uh, Derek says, TJ, I disagree. Baker is no good. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. But all I'm asking is, how many Browns games do you watch? How many, like, do you sit up here and you watch Browns games like you watch Saints games? Or do you, you know what I'm saying, like, casually watch Browns games and then listen to, like, first take and undisputed and them debating Baker Mayfield and them showing clips of him overthrowing guys and underthrowing guys and throwing interceptions? Like, are we really, like, are we really watching Baker Mayfield like how we watch James? I mean, maybe you're a Browns fan. I don't know but i just know that i don't know more about teams i don't know more about other teams than i do about the saints so a lot of the things that i learn is from probably you know what i'm saying like reading articles or actually watching you know what i'm saying like some of these debate shows and it's not like i'm like how it is when i'm talking about the saints when i'm listening to nick underhill i'm reading one of nick's articles or you know what i'm saying i'm listening to john DeShazer. or or you know what i'm saying like jeff duncan or larry holder or something you know like it's different i feel like you know we we have an investment in this team and then you know we probably a, a, a football fans but if you tell me what the biggest storyline is or what's going on with the buffalo bills you know what i'm saying and, and you know who who's swapping out for who probably couldn't tell you you know so i think and you know a lot of ways like we we take that what well, we learn and we just run with it i don't know enough about baker mayfield as a you know what i'm saying watching the browns week in week out is he a you know what i'm saying like, i i look at this dude like i know that the browns are not a really good organization they have not been a real good organization and i also look at a guy who's dealing with an injury that does affect his ability to throw the football and i also look at the fact that you know teams and schemes matter you know like so do i think if baker mayfield and i'm not saying he will but do i think if baker mayfield was to come to the saints would sean payton be able to bring the best out of him and make him better with the talent and the skill set that he have? yes and i just like and i feel also it's very hypocritical for anybody to feel that way because on one hand you're saying that baker mayfield is hopeless but for the most part some of us you know what i'm saying are sitting up here fighting to the dead and battling and debating on social media about Jameis winston so how is it that james winston who's the first overall pick in the right situation can be a better quarterback but baker mayfield number one overall pick in the right in, in, in the right situation can't be better can't have it both ways man can't have it both ways that's all i'm saying man like if you believe that in the right situation james can be better what makes it any different from baker i have no issue with other quarterbacks i just want Jameis winston if we invest in him develop him he could be another hall of famer yeah you know i I don't know about the hall of fame um but i do know that he can be a a, a really good quarterback and i've seen signs that this dude can be really good i like his leadership i like the, the fact that these guys that that play with him they they rally around him they believe in him you know, like they, they, you know, all these different things that's going on. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a plus. Uh, you might as well try to get to Sean Watson with that. Baker Mayfield plays uh, too risky. Well, Jameis Winston plays risky too. But we we love him for most of us in the Huda Nation, not everybody. All the fame, you playing, right? If you get rid of CD Deuce, you get rid of your defense. Yeah, CeeDee Deuce getting paid i already said this if it came down to marcus williams and cd dudes i'm paying cd uh tj you got to go to uh the official announcement of the pammy awards to sean payton for coaching so well this year <laughs> yeah i mean look sean payton has done a really good job I'm, I'm very proud of sean payton and the job that he's done you can arguably say this is probably the best coaching job he's done so we clear taysom won't be a start of week one I don't think so. I I don't think he will. But I mean, he he did a he did a good job over the last couple weeks. In my opinion, in my opinion, Winston is the obvious choice for this team. I think so. Deshaun would be nice if he clears all of his legal uh, battles. He's a gamer. I have to say, I haven't heard anything all season about him, and that's a good thing. You know, it's been real quiet on the home front about Deshaun Watson. But I tell you what, you know, uh, Davis Mills, you know, and they, they they got something there in, in, in Houston. So if Deshaun come back, man, Davis Mills, uh, I have to say, man, they they got some good trade bait right there. If they can get things right in Houston with Deshaun, because Davis Mills, that man been out there balling. I don't know if people been paying attention, but your boy be, that boy been rolling. Uh, even with the thirty for thirty, Jameis was way more polished than Baker. Well, look, I'm not here to debate that. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm not here to change your mind if you feel like Baker Mayfield isn't good. Uh, I just say what I, ha- I had to say about the situation. I don't think you can change my mind. Pretty sure I can't change your mind, so I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree, man. TJ, you think we will get uh, some prime time uh, games next year, even after missing the playoffs? Uh, Yeah, you know, I, I think that they will get uh, some primetime games I, I don't think they may got get as many uh but i do think they're going to get some primetime games depends on who they play they may not be the marquee uh because you know saying other primetime games it might be because they're playing a certain team uh but i do feel like you know they're gonna uh you know get some primetime game winston went five and one so out of the four players we got he had the best record that's what it comes down to well I mean you can't just say that you know like how 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 involved was the, you know was the guy in the game and I'm not saying Jameis I'm just saying this as an example uh how involved was he in the game was he helping his team win you know what I'm saying did he did he make some throws you know what I'm saying in, in crucial situations like how heavily involved was he you know was he out there or was you know he I'm saying was his presence felt so I don't know, man. I just think sometimes, like, we look at records and be like, oh, man, he, he was, he had this. He, you know, he was five and one. He was five and two. He only lost two games. Like, man, how involved was he? Like, was he out there willing and dealing? Was he out there making a difference on his team? Or was he just out there sustaining drives and, and throwing balls on third and two? And, you know what I'm saying? Like, not putting up no touchdowns, not putting his wide receivers in position, not making throws to win games. Was he just a recipient of his team winning a football game? So uh, I, I think there's a difference. I think uh, Correll is overrated. Kenny Pickett is clearly the best quarterback and Sam Howell is second. It's a long drop off to third and fourth place. Yeah, man, look, I ain't really high on any of these quarterbacks, not even Kenny Pickett. You know, I just think that Kenny Pickett is just a big fish in a little pine right now. You know, I think that's what it is. You know, I don't, I don't look for him to go out here and take the league by storm. I don't expect for him to just to be that guy. You know, I just think that he just he's decent. Could he be a good quarterback? Yeah, in the right situation, of course. But um, I'm not sold on any of these guys. I don't think we should uh, touch Watson. His contract and legal situations make him a huge question mark. Well, I'm not really big on any of these guys with these big contracts. You know, I, I want to see, you know what I'm saying, I want to see the Saints win, but I don't want to see them exhaust their funds trying to invest in one particular guy. Uh, you got to be smart about this, man. You can set your organization back by coming up here trying to, you know, break the bank to bring a, a, a certain quarterback in that demands $35, 40000000 million. I don't want that it's still who that nation uh next season uh we be uh good this cowboy hater uh talking trash well i mean what we talking about the cowboys look cowboys in the playoffs man congratulations to them they got to do something when they there uh what's your assessment about paulson and debo going forward i think he was the best draft pick of the last year's draft oh yeah absolutely absolutely man (laughs) to like uh, look, first off, you know, Pete Warner is, is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that there's a lot of promise there. I can see him being sideline to sidelines. I think he's only going to get better. Uh, but Paulson Adebo, I think we've seen today. It was a, it was that interception that he caught one hand, and then he almost caught another one, almost caught that like a receiver. I just think what you're seeing is a guy that is starting to figure it out. And I knew it was going to be ups ups and downs for him because he's a rookie but he's so intelligent and understands football so well that I only think it's going to get better from here. And I really think he's going to be one of those guys that can end up eventually uh, being one of those lockdown uh, corners and being one of those guys that can get up there and probably you know, be one of those top interception makers in the league because he has hands like a wide receiver because he played wide receiver. And I think if you, you combine that with technique and knowledge of the game and the game starts to slow down for him, I think you're going to have a great combination, a great one-two punch with Marshawn Lattimore and Paulson Adibo, uh, you know, on the left and the right side, respectively, uh, you know, and, and really go out there and be able to lock some things down. And not to mention you got Bradley Roby that's coming back. You know, that's another guy that's a year under his belt. You can be able to, you know, put it on the outside, on the inside, you got seated Deuce. still need to know what you're going to do at the safety position. You know, if you're not going to keep Marcus Williams or, not going to keep uh, Malcolm Jenkins. You got to be able to know what you're going to do there. I don't think P.J. is coming back. But, uh, you know, there's some spots that need, need to be filled. But I think the Saints are up to the challenge. Do you see a successful fun uh, run in Roman's future? Um, A successful fun run in Roman's future. Are we talking about Roman Reigns? Are we talking about Roman Harper? Uh <laughs> uh look I mean a successful fun run uh face run oh I'm sorry I don't know why I'm saying fun run face run uh no I, I mean it, it seems like to me okay this is a wrestling question but it seems like to me that um Roman reigns you know is is trying to stay the bad guy. I think they're gonna try to unify the championships probably gonna do that at WrestleMania probably gonna try to prolong that thing keep it going uh you know stretch it out to wrestlemania for a title for title but it looks like uh brock lesnar is a is a face and i think it's probably going to be one of those situations where paul Heyman uh and roman reigns been working together to try to manipulate uh brock lesnar but nah i don't see that right now but he is like one of those guys who you know now people are starting to like cheer for him so i think it, vince mcmahon plan of turning him into a bad guy is making people look at him as the cool guy Hey, uh, TJ, you think uh, cowgirls get knocked off early? Yeah, I mean, the 49ers are a good football team. And uh, they're a tough football team. So it's all up to Jimmy Garoppolo, man. Will Jimmy go out there and play like he did today? Or will he go out there and stink it up like he did the uh, week, I want to say, against the Tennessee Titans? Only time will tell. Yeah, Drake London is a really good uh, wide receiver. He's also 6'5", big and strong uh, guy, hard to tackle. Look, yeah, I mean, there's there's a, a whole lot of guys out there that the Saints can choose from, but I'm more I want a, a wide receiver that can go out there and, and make some of them contested catches. I want to see a receiver that can go out there and get hundred yards. That, that's what I want. I don't want to see good passes and good catches few and far in between. I should say. I hope we can uh, keep our defense intact for the most part. Yeah, me too. Um, but that, that's how it goes, man. The, the locker room always changes. And you got to be smart the way that you use your money, and bringing guys in, bringing in the right guys, and not be able to mess up the chemistry that you created. Who should we put the franchise tag on? If anybody, uh, I mean, if you put the franchise tag, I mean, you could possibly. Well, I don't know if you can do it again, but probably be Marcus Williams if you can add. You can put on a franchise tag on him uh, again. But if I could, probably would be uh, Davenport i put a franchise tag on him uh winston ain't leaving after injury we should be able to retain him for a one or two year prove it deal well i don't think you're gonna get too many more prove it deals from him you know so i think that he did enough for teams to be able to look at him and say they can actually do something with him so i don't think you're gonna get no prove it deal out of this you're gonna have to invest in him at least one uh one to three years well at least three years andrews p can't stay healthy and he is not good with his hands well, I tell you, i do don't—I don't want to say that Andrews P is not good with his hands. He's just not good at pass protected. He—he's a really good run blocker, like he—he's above average run blocker. You know, if this was 1965, like Andrews P probably be one of the best tackles in football. But I mean, he struggles when it comes to the passing game. But when they run that football, I mean, his presence is felt, man. He's pushing guys back. But you know, you got to be able to do everything uh kevin white was tall and fast and has done absolutely nothing how many six five wide receivers are just truly successful in the nfl uh let me see you had t.o uh you had randy moss uh you had megatron uh you had ed mccaffrey uh you had Rod smith um uh, i gotta go back and think about somebody uh got to think about carmichael you know what i'm saying like you back in the day you know for the philadelphia eagles um you, i mean that was a that was a that was a time in like the early 2000s where teens were just trying to go out here getting these big tall guys i mean julio jones right you know what i'm saying like a yeah, big big physical guy you know dk Metcalf out there handling his business for zip so i mean you got some guys that's like 6465 that's successful in the national football league you know but i mean it depends on you know what i'm saying like what yeah classical birds that's another one classical birds you know yeah, colston six foot four brandon marshall who was also six foot four six foot five yeah i mean <laughs> they, they they had a few man they had a few i mean i can name i can probably name some more if you gave me some time but you know they 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 got and yeah, they got a lot of these guys that were 6'4", six, 6'5", six, that, that made a lot of noise in the National Football League, man. They made a lot of plays. So, yeah, some guys have it, some guys don't. Yep, the Lions draft like three or four in a row in uh, the top five. Yeah, they had Mike Williams, Roy Williams, and the late Charles Rogers. You know what I'm saying? Like from Michigan State. Yeah, they tried to make that little three-headed monster, but, you know what I'm saying, they, they just decided to dismantle that and come with a, with a dude named megatron you know what i'm saying who probably had you know what i'm saying the combination of put you know what i'm saying production <laughs> had more production with those dudes combined you know what i'm saying so had the speed of a guy you know what i'm saying that was a track star had the you know, jumping ability of a vince carter had the hands of a of a jerry rice like megatron megatron was a cheat code like i i know y'all remember that infamous picture where you had two of the Saints cornerbacks that was lined up in front of him in that playoff game. Yeah, Mike Evans too, man. Look, we may not like the dude, but he can play, man. He can ball out. Playing in a Pac 12, plays no defense. Man, that don't mean nothing. Uh, you know, <laughs> that don't mean nothing. You know, CD Lamb, CD Lamb uh played in a you know, Big 12 and they definitely don't play no defense. And uh, you know, he's still out there, you know, translating to the league, so i don't think i don't think where you play really matters or who, what defense you play against it's rather you play you can do it or you can't tj do you think we're going to draft an old lineman in the draft yes i do it may not be in the first round but it might be in the second megatron should have left detroit well they didn't want to let him leave which you know i feel like it's totally unfair because this man lobbied to leave so did barry sanders but all of a sudden Matthew Stafford lobbies to leave and he gets and he gets to go like come on man give me a break can you imagine if they allow Megatron to leave go somewhere like New England go somewhere like the Saints go somewhere like the the Rams or something like that or one of these other teams that was winning God could have actually had a Super Bowl but you know that's the way the Detroit Lions are man they just petty like that them and the Cincinnati Bengals are probably one of the most pettiest franchises they're willing to allow a guy to just basically wither away and die before they get rid of him, not even want to do right by the guy. Dude, go out there, give his heart and his soul for your team, and then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, you go out there, you, you just don't want to do right by the guy. But uh, before we get up out of here, man, let's go ahead and read some stats here from the New Orleans Saints who put on a, a valiant effort uh, to try to get themselves into the postseason, winning a game against the Atlanta Falcons by a score of 30-20. to 20. You got Trevor Simeon, who was 9 for 15, 71 yards, two touchdowns. Taysom Hill was 7 or 9, 107 yards and a touchdown. Alvin Kamara with 30 carries, uh, carried the load, 146 yards. He had a 4.9 average. Tony Jones, 7 carries, 22 yards. Taysom had 5 carries, 18 yards. Then you had the wide receivers. You had Traquan Smith, 5 catches for 76 yards. Lil Jordan Humphreys had 1 catch, 26 Deontay Harris, three catches, 24 yards. Adam Troutman, one catch, 18 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, And you also had Alvin Kamara, two catches, 16 yards. Uh, Marquez Calloway uh, did not uh, record a single catch in this game. Uh, Neither did Tony Jones Jr. Uh, Ty Montgomery had one catch and one yard. And Adam Prentice, one catch, two yards. And Jawan Johnson, all he does is just catch touchdowns, which I don't understand why the Saints don't use him in, in the red zone Hopefully they can do that again next season uh if they decide to bring him back. But uh dude is a touchdown machine, and um it would be sad to watch Juwan Johnson go somewhere else and go out there and just wreak havoc. Dude is a dude is a monster in the red zone. All he does is just catch touchdowns. But I mean, that's the Saints offense. Meanwhile, on the defense of the New Orleans Saints, you had the Mario Davis had five tackles. Uh Paulson Adibo had three, and he also had that interception, Chauncey Garner Johnson. Had three tackles, Quan Alexander with two. Uh, you also had Cam Jordan uh with uh one sack, and Marcus Davenport with one and a half sacks. Uh the New Orleans Saints also uh forced some turnovers in this game. Uh, you know, you had the the uh the forced fumble by uh Malcolm Jenkins and also Quine uh, Alexander, and of course the interception, uh incredible interception by Paulson Adebo. So it, it is what it is, man. The Saints did what they needed to do. Uh, they left everything on the field which the only thing that you can ask of um as we put this uh 2021 uh football season in the books and we're gonna you know continue to talk of course but my final thoughts on this show tonight is very very simple uh the new orleans saints uh for the first time in 15 years had a season without their all-time leading quarterback in drew Brees, and this was a tough season man you had a bunch of things go on you had a hurricane You had the Superdome burning up. (laughs) You had injuries galore. You had star wide receivers out. You had star running backs out. But this team fought hard. And I have nothing but respect for the New Orleans Saints. I'm looking forward to seeing what this team can do next season. I know a lot of us are bummed out because we're not going to see the Saints anymore this year. Uh, But let's just uh, get some closure in knowing that this is a team that never gives up. This is a team that's going to fight hard until the end, and if they can put a couple pieces in place and they be able to keep some of their, their core intact, then this is not going to be the last time we hear from the New Orleans Saints, and maybe they'll give us that moment that we've been looking for as Saints fan all these years, which is another opportunity at a Super Bowl title. Uh, what are they going to do at quarterback? I'm not sure, but I trust this organization. I think they're going to do what's best for uh, for us as fans and 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 what's right for the organization and um i'm just looking forward to seeing what 2022 has in store for the new Orleans saints of course uh throughout the off season we're going to be talking about the nfl draft we're going to be getting uh individuals on here we're going to get a um you know, of course the senior bowl is coming up we're going to get uh reporters that actually went out there talk to a little bit talk a little bit about the senior bowl and what steps the saints need to do in order for them to get back to the postseason in 2022 this has been the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all so much. Really do appreciate your time. Uh, thank you to the fine folks at manscape.com, the official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast. Also, LinkedIn Talent Solutions. Uh, you go to LinkedIn.com. Uh, use the promo code uh, SOTS. Uh, for all those out there that are uh, doing the entrepreneur thing, uh, looking for some qualified people to be a part of their business, LinkedIn Talent Solutions is available for you. And also, uh, thank you to Everlast. And also, I want to give a special shout out to all of the members of the Who That Nation that has been holding it down uh, on the State of Saints podcast all year long. Uh, thank you all so much uh, for being here, for supporting the show, uh, for commenting, for asking questions, for calling in, for hitting that like button. Thank you all for making the State of the Saints podcast one of the top Saints podcasts in the world. I could not do this without any of you. And I love you. Thank you all so much for investing in uh, in a guy from the night war. But uh, be sure to check out State of the Saints Podcast on Facebook.com. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go ahead and hit that thumbs up if you like the State of the Saints podcast. Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM, and also officially on the Pigskin Skin Podcast Network y'all follow the Piskin podcast network on twitter and send them a tweet and say tj sent me thank you to the Piskin podcast network looking forward uh to working with them continuously and looking forward to seeing the new orleans saints back in the postseason in 2022 till next time all i gotta say is who that